Hello, podcast listeners. I'm coming at you pretty late at night on Tuesday, and um, I had hoped to record podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, that might change a little bit. It could end up being Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I hope that you stick with me and that you're encouraged no matter what, that um, the podcast helps to draw you closer to the Lord that meets a need for you and that you are reminded of the Father's love by the words that I say. I had this memory keep popping in my head today. Um, you know, I want to I want to share this memory with you, um, but I feel like I, there's a little bit of confession that needs to be made. I lingered on recording this podcast today because I or this episode because I just kind of felt. Sp- spiritually and emotionally just a little bit flat and lacking and um, I had a very powerful day yesterday I saw kingdom life in a very powerful strong way I saw deliverance um, strongholds broken I saw brothers and sisters uniting in prayer and with hope and peace and love and mercy and faith that only God can give and his just love and his kindness. And I want so badly to tell you specifics and I just can't yet, but what I can say is that Minutes, hours went by during prayer and deep submission to God, and it was wonderful. I was able to just allow the Spirit to work through me, and and in counsel, I was able to say things to people that I didn't know really naturally. I just kind of shocked both of us some of the things that I was saying that the wisdom that just came through and I can't claim any of it I really cannot Um, but then today I woke up and thought wow I, I got nothing I got nothing left for listeners that I think might actually be waiting for something and I just thought I don't have anything to give And yet I had this story, this memory that kept popping up in my mind. And so I thought I would share that with you all and kind of maybe wrap it up at the end, put a little bow on it. But so it was 2014 and we lived in, when I say we, my husband and my son, he was two at the time and we lived in Nottingham, England. We did not have a car, and I remember going and getting suited up with, like, a bike and a 
bike trailer. We got um, a seat, a toddler seat that went on my bike. And then my husband got a new bike over there. And we, that was it. That was our mode of transportation. We were either walking or biking. And that's where I first started having groceries delivered to my house. That's where I um, learned the commuter life. And so one weekend we decided to take a pleasure ride around uh, the canals. And I don't know if you've ever... Sorry, so I don't know if you've ever seen the canals in um, England. Usually they're recognizable by the longboats that float down them. And people live on the longboats and there's different little locks and levees that they kind of systems that they go through when the water has to go higher and lower. And the canals just usually have like a path, a small path on either side of them. And there's not a lot of guardrails or safety signs or anything it's just it's beautiful natural simple trail and the trail is shared by this path by walkers and bike riders and so we're learning we decide we're going to take and do this sort of this loop and it's a pretty I mean I can't remember but I want to say maybe it was a five mile bike ride loop and we would go under these really low bridges and they would, sometimes they would curve and you wouldn't quite see what's ahead of you on these canals. And at one point, I remember thinking that the canal paths felt like it was getting smaller. And there was a woman in front of me and I kept thinking I was going too fast for the pace that she was walking. And I had my son in the toddler seat strapped to the bike and my, you know, my husband was behind us. And I overcorrected because I tried to just make sure that I wasn't slipping. I hit the wall with the handlebar and my son and I toppled into that water. He was strapped in. He was locked in the toddler seat. And um, before we fell into that water for a good mile and a half this two-year-old had been singing the top of his lungs with mommy and daddy row 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 your boat gently down the stream if you see a crocodile don't forget to scream and I remember splashing into this water and just panic and I look up and all I can see is a crocodile is my son's helmet little two-year-old precious helmet with a green crocodile on top and I go for that helmet and I pull it up and it's it's attached to my son's head and I get him up and I pull the bike up and I somehow by the grace of God was able to get that bike over to the edge and his daddy pulled him up pulled the bike out and I climbed myself out of the canal drenched soaking my husband had my son and was taking care of him and I was just standing there full of shame and fear and drenched and this little old lady came back walking towards me and she pulls out the tiniest little Kleenex and she hands it to me and I think really? I'm drenched I'm soaked I'm mortified 
I'm embarrassed. I'm terrified for my son. I need more than a Kleenex right now. I patted my face with it. I dried up my tears. I thanked her for it, but it just didn't feel adequate. And that, you know, there are times when I don't feel adequate. I can say I'm graced for this, and I can claim that, and I, and I do know that I am. But then there's other times where I say, all I have to give, a drench-soaked world, is a flimsy little Kleenex. But what I know is that I gave something. You know, that woman had to give something. She had to help somehow. And she gave what she could. And maybe in her eyes, maybe she was a mama. Maybe she knew that not a single drop of water from that canal needed to be dried up. More than my mama tears of embarrassment and shame and fear, just absolute fear of my baby drowning. And I just cried into that Kleenex. But you know, God, he's a redeemer of our hardest times. He will give us more than a Kleenex. He will take care of us and he will dry our tears and he will take care of our burdens and he will lift us out of that water and he will take us from the pits of hell and he will set us on a high place and he will take care of us. He is our father and we can trust that about him. Just like about 45 minutes later after that experience at the canal, my family and I, we were huddling, we were frozen, we still had to bike home, we were drenched and scared and I remember just jumped into the shower just as hot water as we could get with the baby as he could tolerate it and he said with the cutest little voice he said we had a nice swim today and it like melted away it melted so much away It was the warmth, it was the love, it was the huge, cozy beach towel I needed on the side of that canal. It was hope, it was faith, it was trust. We had a nice swim today. So, church, I just pray that we can trust the Heavenly Father with our trauma, with our moments of fear, with those times when the world is drenching us with problems. And we can say, I'm more than a conqueror. I am going to be healed in a way that lasts forever. I'm not going to take the flimsy Kleenex the world offers and let that be enough. I want to hope in more. I want to get more. I want to receive more and I want to do more for God. I don't know if that makes 
any sense to anyone, but I pray it does, and so I will pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that you were there keeping my little baby safe as he dunked into that water, for giving me the strength to get him out, for giving my husband the wisdom to comfort him immediately. I thank you so much for that woman and her Kleenex. And while at times it seems very inadequate, I know she gave what she had. And Father, as we look to the world, as the church looks to a drowning world, Lord, let's give them more. Let's be equipped with more. Let's be ready with our beach towels and our blow dryers and our saunas. And let's give more than something tiny and inadequate. Maybe it's that we just keep saying, go to counseling and fix that problem. Or have you, have you prayed about it? When we haven't yet given your word to back up those prayers, do we just have words that are empty, hopeless things? And Father, I just thank you that you are hope. You are full of love and hope and mercy for us. When we make horrible mistakes, when we cause great grief and harm, You look at us and say, in the grand scheme of things, you had a nice swim today. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. You are good every moment. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Okay, guys, I know it was a really, really heavy story, but I do know that God provides the silver lining in some of our most horrible moments. Ask him to show you if you can't see them already. Have a good day. Bye.